Hello everyone, and it is b -b 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 bonus episode <laughs> number 33. Um, I'm Catherine. I'm here with Matt, Scott, Rob, and Holly. Hello. And we are going to be doing our trip review from our last trip. So this is going to be a little bit of a different episode. There's not going to be any news, so please forgive us if something major happened this past week. Um, we are pre-recording this to make sure that we, um, you know, everything's fresh in our mind. So, but we are still going to start the episode off with topping it off because, you know, we can't leave you without a drink. Um, so this week it's going to be Matt who is going to give us a drink from a Disney spot. So what's up? Yes, I am. If you listen to the last episode, we gave our impressions on Pandora World of Avatar, the brand new area at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Um, featured at both uh, the Satuli Canteen and also Pangu Pangu, um, you can find two beers, the Moara High Country Ale and the Hawks Grog Ale that are exclusively found in Pandora. Both of those are produced by Terrapin Brewing Company based out of Athens, Georgia. I'm going to be talking about the only one that I got to try, which is the Hawks Grog Ale. Um, the cool thing about this one is it is green in color, much like you would find on St. Patrick's Day when someone would add green food coloring to a light beer of choice. However, um, I don't know how they color it. I don't know if it's naturally colored based on the fruits and stuff that they have in it, but it's described as uh, it has a fruity hop character, including apricot and peach with a hint of wheat on the finish. Well, I would say no, because all of those items are not green. They must color it. <laughs> they have to color it. They gotta add some food coloring to that stuff, but it's very good. I, I liked it. I like a good wheat beer. It's not, um, it's not like a Hefeweizen or like a really heavily wheat beer. It just has like a hint of wheat, as they say on the top, and I didn't find that, with all of the um, fruits that they rattle off, I didn't find it to be too fruity of a beer. You know, I've definitely mm -hmm. had, I think that the fruit taste is kind of subtle, and I think that the um the wheat is a little it's it's a traditional ale and i felt i thought it was really good i really enjoyed it and the green coloring is you know fun novelty i'm i'm into novelty you know if it doesn't take away from the overall experience so yeah i would definitely recommend the hawks grog ale if you are traveling to pandora i used to be really into wheat beers but recently like the hefeweizens and stuff i always think tastes like bubblegum to me recently huh. that's weird yeah and it's i don't know it's this is Did a you cross think this one to no okay. no not at all so like the wheat is not prevalent at all i think i thought it was a, like all you're saying all those flavors but i didn't get that i thought it was like a step above like a miller light like as far as like hardness and flavor went like it was very accessible i'm a i'm i have no standards as far as beer goes so <laughs> I, I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> yeah, and it's not super heavy. Um, comedian Jonah Ray has a funny bit that he says that his favorite type of beer is Hefeweizen, which is like saying that your favorite type of bread is cake. Because <laughs> <laughs> wheat beer is very thick, and it's not really like, um, it doesn't leave you feeling particularly full afterwards. I thought, it was, I thought it was a good beer. I enjoyed it. So yeah, that's mine. Good choice. It's, uh, it's 5.1% alcohol. Yeah, not not no, not that's crazy. A little more than Miller Lite, I think. Yeah, maybe Miller Lite's like a four point some four point three, maybe yeah. three point five. I don't Are know. Are you just guessing? Yeah, I'm just naming numbers. <laughs> okay. It's between. It's. I think. I think Miller Lite might be four point seven. Okay. But yeah, oh, cool. All right. So 
we just got back from Disney. Um, so we're gonna do a trip review. We did a lot of new stuff. If you wanna hear about the Pandora experience, listen to our episode we released last week. Um, we're gonna talk about everything not Pandora this week. Um, so we actually both got, both, I'm, as if you guys know what I mean by saying this. <laughs> um, Matt and I got in on Friday. Rob, Holly, and Scott got in on Thursday. Um, and we each had different experiences for dining on Friday. Mm -hmm. um, Scott, Rob, and Holly did the Music of Pixar live dining package at Hollywood Studios where they dine at Mama Melrose. And Matt and I did the Highway in the Sky dine around, which is that progressive dinner we were kind of talking about probably a few months ago at this point. Um, that... It includes the Wave, uh, Polynesian, and Citricos at the Grand Floridian. So we're going to talk about that first and kind of uh, give it our review. So, Matt, you want to start us off? Yes. Um, this was awesome. This was... Um, how much was it per person so we can put things in perspective? It was, however... <laughs> You know, after doing it, and, and even immediately after, as we were leaving um, from our end destination, which ends up back at uh, the Contemporary, I was thinking, was it, it was like 150 a person? Yeah. So, which kind of gives you sticker shock at first, because you're going, oh my god, that's really expensive. But we were like, you know what, this is a, a really unique experience. So, just to summarize, you start off at the Wave, and... At each of the places that you go, you're given a specialty cocktail and a um, and either an appetizer or some kind of like little um, starter. And then you're also then ushered to Citrico's at the Grand Californian where you get and sit down entree and dinner. Now, what's cool about this is, as it's called the Highway in the Sky Dine Around, you are traveling to all of these locations with the exception of your first. You get to the you get to contemporary by your own means, and then you are whisked away just in your group by monorail where you get a private monorail tour. So you're only, if you're in the Highway in the Sky Dine Around, you get your lanyard, they get a private monorail transport to all the places, which I thought was really cool. And it was yes. awesome, and the monorails were waiting for you. We didn't have to wait for the monorails. They yep. were there when you left. So our other guests, like, what is this? Yeah. Like um, I thought so because they, I think they held the monorails for us. Yeah. So like people were sitting there probably for a while until, you know, at, at now how the monorails work is that you have to go through security. So we yeah. all had to go through security. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. And, um, and I think people were like, oh, what, like, who's this group? But um, I will say, I thought that that was going to be like the most glamorous part and I was really excited for that. I <laughs> don't know why I thought we'd be allowed to drink on the monorail. You were not. Um <laughs> And they squeezed the whole party into two cars, so there was standing, which I thought was unfortunate. I thought, I thought they it was should strange. Have, they should have blocked So it's a, a traditional yes. six-car, I don't know how many. Yeah, so it was, that, it was the two cars that you can see. So, like, it was the two benches and then another two benches. So you got one car, which is a total of four bench seats. And I would say in the party total, I think there was about 30 to 35 people yeah. there. 
and it was it was intimate it was cool they really encouraged you to talk and make friends with the people around yeah, they you. really were like get to know these people because you're gonna be with them all night and you know like talk to each other so so we got to the wave um immediately if if for those of you who've been to the wave there is the host stand directly in front of you then to the left you go down a little hallway and that leads you to the main dining area if you kept going straight past the host stand is a bar area and to the right there are three rooms that are almost like little alcoves with um Couches. With couches and very modern looking, um, it's like a dark, it's almost like a club. It looks like, yeah. like a VIP uh-huh. area of a club that you would find in like Vegas. So the entire um, Highway in the Sky group is corralled into that first little alcove on the right. And you sit and there are tables set up and you either sit on the um, couches or there were ottomans there because there wasn't enough seating on the couches for everyone. We got there late. We were sitting on ottomans. We are encouraged to chat. You were there late? I think you were there on time. Um, So you do have to, another just pro tip, if you are going to this and you're using Disney transportation to get to the Magic Kingdom, you, if, if you're using resort buses, there's that walkway to the Contemporary. You have to go through security to walk through that walkway. Mm-hmm. So you go in the security bubble and then you go out the security bubble as you cross over to the contemporary, because there's another security tent from the contemporary on that walkway. Yeah, so to accordingly. Yeah, so it's a little bit more time because I was like, oh, we can just shoot down that walkway. And then I was like, oh, dang it, we have to go through security. Um, so the first thing that they brought us was a Bay Lake Sunset cocktail. And one of the and and the one of the bar staff comes out and gives you a little explanation, or maybe it was the manager of the, the manager wave. spoke from the wave, gave us a little speech, and was like, "So glad you're here, blah blah blah." Here's our first thing. It's reminiscent. You know, it's we have a special view of the sunset and Bay Lake Tower. So they were talking about the DVC lounge and or the DVC viewing area. This Bay cocktail Lake. is only typically available at the top of the world. Um, bars but the top of the world bar at bay lake so you can only have this cocktail normally uh, we were able to get it tonight if you are a dvc member and go to the bar at the top of the world at bay lake um but they were serving it then tonight so that was cool and then he brought out a what was a spring pea puree and truffle bisque it was okay it was a it was basically pea soup it was pea soup i don't like pea soup and i was like (laughs) Yeah. Very small portion. Um, actually, and it was a weird pairing because the Bay Lake Sunset was very much like a um, a, bay, a Bay Breeze. It, there was yes, Malibu it was in a, it. It was a Bay Breeze in a martini class. So an interesting pairing, I thought. <laughs> and the spring pea soup, like the soup itself, was kind of gross. But, <laughs> I thought it was okay, but, but I don't But then mind there was um, some sort of garnish, like almost it looked like a, like a crusty, like a almost like a bacon like there was some like savory salty yeah i forget what that was um like garnish on top of it that i was like okay well this is kind of saving this but and it was warm right the soup it was warm it was not yes 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 so um then we got on the monorail i should also say here that one thing that i can totally give credit to is that we never felt rushed like, I think that they had the timing of this event down perfectly because obviously a progressive dinner at, at times in the night, the people who were moderating the cast members say like, okay, about five minutes, we're going to be going to our next destination. And there was never a time where anyone in our party felt like, oh, we could really spend more time here or, or, oh, we, oh we I just didn't got- have enough 
time to eat my food. So we weren't we weren't finishing our food. We had enough time to casually drink our our drinks that we had. They had it down to a science. So every time a person came over and said, "Oh, about five minutes till we leave," it always felt like, "Oh, perfect. I'm I'm totally ready to go." And everyone in our party pretty much agreed. So that was awesome. So at some point when we were done with our pea soup and Bay Lake sunset, a cast member said, we're leaving in five minutes. They brought everyone in a line to the um, the monorail stop the Contemporary and we went over to the Polynesian. The Polynesian was my favorite part of this, um, this progressive dinner. It was awesome. Yes. Can I ask a couple sure. questions first? So what would, what would the demographics of the clientele be like um, there were, yeah there were a, a lot of older people like i thought like maybe our parents age like late 50s early 60s okay. mm -hmm. that was a lot there was another young couple like that there was, were a couple of young couples i want to say right bless you um <laughs> yeah there were a few young couples um not a lot there was one kid one okay. child yeah and i don't think they participated they didn't I don't think they bought the the dinner for them. I think that she just That'd had water. That'd be a real waste with the alcohol. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so yeah, it was it was it was mostly older people. We yeah, were I'd one say. of the youngest on the thing. Forty five plus generally. Yes. Okay. So then um, we went to the Polynesian ceremonial house. So you exit the monorail and right when you get into the lobby on the second floor near the sushi kona cafe to go mm -hmm. um, to the right. Before you get to the gift shop, that corner, they had totally blocked off for us. So they had like little like shrubs making a like a temporary wall. Wow. And they had a little <laughs> kitchen, like a counter set up in the corner. Um, and then the gentleman who always plays in Trader Sam's outside, Clay, who Clay. we're now Clay is now our best friend. Um, he plays the ukulele. He's so good. If you haven't seen him at, at Trader Sam's, he's... Is it Kalei? Yeah. He is a, a treasure. He's so cute. So he played, he serenaded us. Um, when we got to our tables, they had like the standing cocktail tables and everybody got a traditional Mai Tai here. Which is um, very good. And it wasn't like the fruity Mai Tai. Like it was like a real Mai Tai. This wasn't like the red, like the ones you find in the book. Strong the too. Very strong. So strong. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about the food? Yeah, the food was awesome. Um, I don't remember what they brought out first, but in no particular order, they brought out three items um, from, they brought out the roasted beet salad, uh, which had beets, goat cheese, pistachio dust, um, lettuce, um, pickled watermelon radish, and simple vinaigrette. Again, these are all small portions. It's kind of um, what you would consider tapas style, um, small plates. That was really good. Then they brought out the um, spicy tuna hand roll. Um, which was know. just like a piece. It wasn't a hand roll. Yeah, it wasn't a hand <laughs> roll. It was a, it was a spicy tuna. It's It says hand roll, but it was a piece of spicy tuna. And then they had the citrus chili dusted pork belly with garlic lime mayo and pickled vegetables. This thing was freaking awesome. That was good. Reminiscent of something that you would find at uh, Food and Wine. Mm. Yes. Um, and they actually had some, they made some extras of these. I thought that was a little shady. And they just had them like sitting up at the table and people were like, can we take these? So like if you had been cognizant, you would have realized you could have had a little bit more if yeah. you grabbed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which is cool. Yes. So it was. It was really. Yeah. I was gonna ask that too. It was like if, say that first drink. Like if you like, I drink quick. Yeah. Like, could <laughs> no, you get it? I don't it think wasn't you could get like, another one. Okay. No. Okay. 
Um, but we will kind of talk about that in a bit about like the drink availability. Um, so then we went to the Garden View Lounge. We got on the monorail, which is at the Grand Floridian. And um, it's that's directly below um, what's Misner's, uh, Misner's Lounge. Um, and it's where they have the afternoon tea, I believe. Yep. Um, so they had already planned out like who was going to sit together. So like we booked with another couple and, you know, they made sure we sat together and then it was cheese and charcuterie and they were like huge plates. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, you know, we had ham, uh, supersada, supersada, like, uh, pork and a variety of cheeses, tons of cheese, um, and bread and the bread was good. Oh my gosh. The bread was good. <laughs> Pickles, special must. Was was, oh no, I'm sorry. Special though. mustard. There was like a honeycomb that like you were supposed to put on the yeah, one cheese. It was excellent. And they served this with, um, sparkling wine, sparkling wine. Yep. Which I did not like the wine. It, it, it was just like champagne. I, it was like really, really sweet. I did not enjoy that. Yeah, it was all right. Um, so we were there for a little bit while basically they prepared the tables upstairs at Citrico's, which is where your dinner is. Yes. Um, so yeah, fairy, t- it was that fairy tale wine, fairy tale oh, sparkling yeah, yeah, wine. Yeah. So then we had at Citrico's, I've never been to Citrico's before. Um, it's upstairs near Victoria and Albert's. Um, and nice work. <laughs> thanks. Um, I was not impressed with the, um, atmosphere for as expensive as that menu was. It kind of reminded me of a cheesecake factory. <laughs> the layout. Like, like there was like the open kitchen and not like Morimoto, like beautiful open kitchen. This was like, you know, like the funky colored tiles. Like it just didn't, I just was, I just thought it seemed way more casual than it should have been. Yeah, it does I get that vibe from, um, the Grand Floridian Cafe, which is right below there on the first floor. Yeah, yeah it's it like a cheesecake higher class dining. I mean, the food was excellent, I, I will say, but the, yeah, the the ambiance of that restaurant leaves a little to be desired. But so then we got seated with with six people. So it was the couple we were with, and then um, on, on the other young couple, um, and it was braised short ribs, pan seared halibut over um, mashed potatoes. Yeah, which was delicious. And it was so good. And we got a wine selection here. You could either have red or white. Um, and everybody opted for the red, which was a red Zinfandel, which I never had before. And it was delicious. The wine was so good. I forget what the, um, brand was. I do too. Um, (laughs) but he filled up our glasses, like, so much. Yeah, they did not skimp on alcohol at this (laughs) thing. No. That, that, I will say, like, there was alcohol at every stop and a decent amount of it, so... So yeah, you got with, your money's worth. With the wine, they were finishing up the dinner, and I like look around the table, and like no one drank their wine. I was the only person that drank the full glass, the only one. So I'm like, well, I'm not letting this go to waste. So as they're like, okay, three minute warning, okay, you gotta get ready. I'm like, Mac, give me that wine, and I'm like yeah. chugging so wine the... as the rest of the party's walking out to the monorail. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah Meanwhile, the customers are like, keep an eye on that yeah, one. I know yeah. she's gonna be the loose cannon who's like hanging over. She's just the... drinking random people's undrank wine glasses. <laughs> I know. I would have had. This one is a fancy too. place. <laughs> um, so then, after that, we went to the contemporary. On the fourth floor, which I did not know was a thing. So the fourth floor is where, like, the Fantasia gift shop is. That's the main floor. That's yeah. where Chef Mickey's is. 
Um, and there is a deck on the Magic Kingdom, the monorail, and well, there's monorail side on both sides, but the on the Magic Kingdom side that has like a few little stadium seats and then like a railing. And they had a um, they had a little counter out there for chocolate flourless cake, blood orange cake, and then there were truffles and cordials. So you could get, you know, there coffee. There was coffee and tea, and you could get your choice of Malibu or... Bailey's or Kahlua. Bailey's or Kahlua Malibu. as a topper. Malibu and, and coffee. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Bailey's or Kahlua. And I tried the blood orange cake, and you had the chocolate cake, right? I had a couple of the... I know. Actually, I had the chocolate cake, and I had, like, two truffles, because those truffles were bomb, and, like, as we You were, never brought any of those back to me. You don't like chocolate. Oh. I offered, and you were like, no, I don't like chocolate. Oh. Now the truth comes out. Yeah, right. <laughs> so um, then we were yeah. sitting there waiting for um, Happily Ever After to start, because there's a great view of the castle. Um, and uh, the couple that we were sitting with at dinner, he proposed to his girlfriend, during, like right before Right before the fireworks. the fireworks started. It was really cute. And, and they got they were, like whisked away. I think that he had um, arranged this or told he the did. cast members beforehand, because they had a... Um, Champagne. They bottle. had a champagne bottle presented by the cast members after they did it. It was really, it was cute. So yeah, congratulations cute. to them. Dan and Adrian. Didn't tell them about the podcast, so they're probably not <laughs> listening. But congrats, <laughs> on the off chance. So who's escort? Are these like plaids? What, no, it's, it's two. It's two. Um, two employees. They're not plaid. They're just in events. Yes, cast members okay. in events. They're events okay. cast members, um, and they were awesome they were both really they great. were so nice they were very like um personable they you know like they talked to everybody like if you wanted to be talked to if you didn't they you know like they were they were they had a good yeah, we were chatting them up a bit at um polynesian and they're just super nice yeah um so and you could get as much um i know that we were able to get a few gla um cups of coffee with toppers so they didn't say like, I'm pretty sure that if I had asked if I could just, like, get a cup of, uh, what's it called? Of, Bailey's? Not Bailey's. Kahlua. Of, uh, of Kahlua. They would have just been like, sure. <laughs> sure, have a bottle. Yeah, but I didn't do that. The highlight was, for me, was definitely Citrico's. I thought the braised short rib was amazing. It the was, was great, too. It was really, really good. Um, I'm a big fan of, like, meat and potatoes so that was right up my alley well, that was the first time that either of us had seen happily ever after and i don't think it was the ideal um way to watch it because while you still could see some of the projection mapping from where we were seated um it was a bit hard to see um the they piped in the music from the speakers outside in that deck area and you could see the fireworks perfectly but i'd like to go back and see it in the park so i can get the full experience with the projection mapping but overall I think that this is well worth the money. I thought it was so well executed. The timing, the food was good. The, they do not spare on the drinks. And just thinking about how much you would spend just if you got two glasses, if you as a couple, if you got two glasses of wine and um, surf and turf essentially with short ribs and halibut, how much that would, that would almost, that would put you over a hundred dollars right there. And this is 150 a person, and you know, I think that it it really ends up justifying the price tag. And it's a it's a totally unique experience that you know not many get to get to do. So if this is available and you're on the fence about it, 
I would highly, highly recommend the Highway in the Sky Dine Around. I thought it was awesome. We had a great time. And the other thing is, as we were leaving Citricos, we were kind of standing outside the menu board. So I was like looking at the menu and they have um, braised short ribs on the menu um, and they cost $47. So that was, you know, we each got our own portion of that. Which and then, was and you also got halibut. Yes. So let's just say that's an extra 40 So right there, a person for dinner, you got $90 and you get a glass of wine. You're looking at $15 right there. That's 105 plus tax for one person. So, I mean, And they had a representative from each of the restaurants talk to us. So I know we said the contemporary, the manager talked to us in um, the Polynesian, the manager of Kona, who's from Pennsylvania. She talked to us. And then they had like the head, he wasn't the manager at Citrico's, but he was like the, I don't know if he was like, must have been like the officer in charge because he was like what do i say (laughs) and there was and uh the back of the house manager came to talk to us during our dinner um at citricos too he was very nice and knowledgeable about the event giving us some information about like what it took to coordinate the event and how the specific venues coordinated with each other because you know um he was saying that um, the people at Kona, at Polynesian, wanted to do a specific uh, kind of food, but that kind of clashed with what they wanted to do at Citrico. So they had to collaborate to see what would be the best for all of them to make a cohesive experience. So it was pretty cool that he was able to share that information. I would say the wave fell flat for me, but everything else I really enjoyed. Agreed. Yes. And then they gave you a little um, gift basket with chocolates and the whole menu written out and a thank you note yeah it was very nice i really liked it yes sounds well done yeah Yeah, so highly recommended if that is still going on they said they think they'll last through the summer um until food and wine starts so if you can get in for this i highly recommend it it was awesome cool so guys how was the um, the we did the combo of the music of Pixar, and you could choose a dining experience at either Mel- Mama Melrose, Brown Derby, and Hollywood and Vine. Is yeah. there a reason why you chose Mama Melrose? Well, Rob had not been there before, <laughs> so we elected to do. Okay. So yeah, so what we were originally so Friday morning when we got up, we were kind of just talking about the day, and then. We threw out the idea again of doing the the Star Wars Galactic Spectacular dessert dessert party. And so when I went on to see if there was anything available for that, I noticed um, that the dining package was available for the music of Pixar Live. And so we knew that it was debuting that day, and we just kind of said, we could do the Star Wars thing anytime. Let's do that. So we guaranteed ourselves a seat. being that it was brand new, mm-hmm. so and that gives you preferred seating, correct? Yeah. So, um, the it was forty five dollars for uh, Mama Melrose, and then sixty five for Brown Derby, and I, I think I just picked the Mama Melrose just based on the price. I'm not. I don't want to quote the price on the Hollywood and Vine because I just don't know. I don't right recall, off the, yeah. yeah. Um, and I know that place is terrible, so uh, so I wasn't about to go there. So we booked that. You you pick a time for um, the dining. I think our reservation was seven forty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had three options for the the show time. Uh, Five thirty. Oh darn! Was it was on on the half hour? 
No, it was like 530, 615, and 815, maybe? Yeah. Uh, and then it said, the details within the dining package said, um, you could, if you're, if you want to see a show before, just go to the stand. They'll check you in. And if you want to do dinner before, they'll give you tickets as part of paying for the, for your meal. So we did the second of the three shows that night. So you go, there's a, I had to ask a cast member. I was like, we had the dining package and we showed up. So I think it was 630. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it was right. 630. 630 and so, 740 was our dinner reservation. Yeah. And so, um, they have a, a somebody there. We got there pretty late. I mean, what, if it was 630, we probably got there 10 after six or so. Um, yeah, and we go check in and they say Wozniak so they give us our tickets and then they give you like a little actual ticket and so when you walk around there people are still filing in but then they see that you have you're part of you have a ticket and so they whisk you down like right to the front so they had reserved was there plenty of space? it was filled I mean we yeah we were comfortable we weren't wedged in or anything like that yeah so um we were was the whole theater phil yeah oh yeah it was because it took like 10 minutes was that the first performance opening night second 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 performance but oh yes opening night now um what did you think of the music of pixar live this is something i'm very excited to see i i really enjoyed it it was very relaxing um Mm -hmm. so they have like pre-show they have like um, you can vote on different things. They have like two screens, so you could use your like text to uh, answer, and then there's polls like who, what character would you want to be in these different things, mm-hmm. and the ar- the Green Army men are are running around. Yeah, that was great. So they're interacting with the crowd. Like they were up in the front, and they got some kid to do jumping jacks, and then they got some older guy. Like he was making fun of them, and so <laughs> the kid won, and it was just fun for, to see that interaction, and it it makes the time go faster. Um, and then it, it just basically, how did it start? I'm trying to, somebody came out, right? Um, it was Woody, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, what, yeah, Woody and So there are cost, costume characters. Yes. Yeah, for so, each segment. So they, they have the music of Toy Story. Up. Up. Cars. Cars. Incredibles. Incredibles. Monsters, Monsters Inc. And, Monsters fi- Inc. And, finding, and Finding Nemo. Yeah. So those Cars are... Cars is an interesting one because I don't think about the orchestral score of Cars. I think about more of like the musical soundtrack. Yeah. So what would you say? It's like a 50-piece orchestra? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds good. Estimating. I don't know what a normal orchestra cool. is, but it's, you know, they take up the, the whole stage. They all walk out together. Um, it's really cool. And then they... They put pieces of the movie, and then they play over it. On the screen. Mm-hmm. So they project the images yeah, on the screen. Yeah, and then they have, um, like, John Lasseter comes on and gives, like, a little 30-second clip about, like, how music is so important and what they think about and how it fits into the storyline. And then they had, like, some of the composers from the various m- movies mm-hmm. um, explain, like, what's going on. So for Up... They do the beginning scene of, uh, yeah, that that whole thing, and so like Sweet. the incredibly sad. Oh, part. that's what, that's what I remarked about. Yeah. I I said particularly with Up, you don't have any of that comic relief to like Kevin balance it Kevin. out. <laughs> so it's just super sad. It's like if you stopped watching Up after that first montage, yep. and it's like, well. <laughs> 
But you know, the thing I enjoyed about it was the the folks who were in the orchestra genuinely seemed to be enjoying. Agreed. The the performance. Those are real artists. I mean, like they were oh, yeah, they talented. Like that's awesome. Yeah, it was. I found in, in something if you do this is, I found myself watching the movie <laughs> portion because it's be, it's like directly above and behind them, and I wanted to pay more attention to the musicians and how they interacted, and so I had to like make a, you know, a mental like. No, watch the musicians. That's like more fun. Yeah, you know. But you just eyes just naturally go to the video. In a lot of these Pixar movies, they intend for the music to be a character in itself, and not to, you know, that to be so integral in the overall presentation. So, I mean, you just think about like when I think about Monsters Inc. My in my head, I automatically hear. Yeah. Like the main theme of Monsters Inc. and with Up, like the little that piano line, and I think that those are so I can't separate the themes from those films, and they're just they really are so good, and so I'm glad that they're you know highlighting some of the music from Pixar because they got some awesome. So overall music. presentation was great. Yeah. I highly recommend someone going and and seeing a performance of this and. The dining pack- package is definitely a must-do. It was it was well worth the value. Yeah. I mean, nice. I think the way that it worked was you got it was sort of like you got forty five dollars towards the menu that you got an appetizer and a entree, and so you know, for instance, I think I had I had soup and um, we both had the strip steak. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So I added up. I, I was. I added up what I. So it was forty five dollars, regardless of what you got. There was no limitations. They give you the full menu, so you picked an appetizer, mm-hmm. entree, and then the dessert was predetermined. It was a a trio of uh, like samplers. Okay. So and and it came with a soft drink. Oh, okay. Nice. So like I the the appetizer I had was nine fifty the entree was thirty three and the dessert dessert was six and I assume a soda is about three mm-hmm. so that came to fifty one fifty just alone so you got um, your money as well yeah now Holly might like she had spaghetti and meatballs which was an entree was less so right. maybe she didn't get as good but it was still worth it because we got we didn't have to wait Three in seats, some yeah. some long line like get there an hour early we just sat down in front. Um, so it's that like was fast pass for a show. Yeah, that's basically what it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's how I'd think about it. Is you, it's a meal plus a fast pass. Does tables in Wonderland work? No, that's what I was. That's what I was just <laughs> trying to rack my brain on what I wanted to say. No discounts. No AP. No DVC. No tables. It's forty-five. I did ask that. So, no, but I it's still worth it. With tables, if you did this separately and had tables, if it would be as economical. I mean, right. I mean, do if, it now. Well, but. it would be similar to what you paid. It would only be like right it, because it evens out because it, the tip is included. So, like with tables, it's pretty similar. Sure, to the yeah, it's line. about the same. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Um, I was gonna say on our Facebook page, I did live stream a little of it. I didn't live stream the of whole the thing show. of the mm-hmm. Pixar show. So, if you want to check it out, um, there is a small video clip on our Facebook page. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it, the the crowd seemed to genuinely enjoy it. Like, 
they kept you engaged. The the composer, uh, I'm sorry, the the conductor. Conductor, thank you. <laughs> yeah. He talks a little bit and he says how much of a fan. And I think he said he was originally from Florida, so he grew up with the parks and things like that. So he was pretty passionate. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it. the group, the whole group of them, seemed mm-hmm. like they were there because they wanted to be there. It wasn't like oh, we got to do this. I mean, it yeah. was oh, they were enthusiastic about it. Um, we actually experienced another new thing at Hollywood Studios that same night. Uh, before the Star Wars Galactic Spectacular, there is a, going to be a pre-show. And it's live-action Disney movies. So we got to actually experience that, and that was really cool. Um, kind of similar, they projected on the Chinese theater. Um so that they're going to be doing that show before Star Wars. Yeah, so it's called Disney Movie Magic. Yep. And so you knew about it just about a half hour before. Like, Disney didn't announce anything about no. this or, like, tell people they were doing it. There was no word of this. Did that also debut that day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. so um, we were originally planning on doing Star Wars at 9.30 right after dinner. This started at 9 o'clock. And what would you say was... Seven, eight minutes? Yeah, it wasn't that long. No. Yeah, it wasn't. But it's well, all Star Wars starts at 9.30, and that starts at 9. Oh, I would be so annoyed by that. <laughs> I would, there's no way I would stand for 30 minutes to watch that freaking Star Wars. There's no way. No way. I would go oh. at night to just watch the movie thing, and then I would leave. I, I would, would not. I, I would, if, I, if that's your decision, I would switch it and say go to Star Wars instead of the movie thing. I mean, it was interesting because it gave you something to do while you were waiting. I don't know that it's a attraction in itself Mm-mm. you kind of reminded me of the great movie ride at the very end when yep, you go through the video part. clips oh, I, would, well. I would rather do maybe that you, maybe you would Star prefer Wars it <laughs> yeah so it includes it, it, it there's they're saying it's a 10 minute show it includes movies mary poppins among others uh pirates uh tron guardians indiana of the galaxy jones. indiana jones yep yeah i would like to see and it. at so, the end it projects the cinderella castle like at the very end. I'm such an old head. Like, I'm thinking, like, oh, Disney live action. I'm like, we got summer magic. We got, like, I was thinking, like... The computer wore tennis shoes. Bed knobs and broomsticks. Let's go. But it's, like... Once it's it's that, getting like, people, fairly good like reviews. From It was neat to experience it. Yeah. Kind of brought back some memories. Like, oh, my goodness, I remember that. <laughs> um, also, I guess while we're in Hollywood Studios, um, I would say the four of us... Minus Matt. Minus Matt <laughs> got to meet good old BB-8. Um, that was a really interesting experience. I didn't realize how interactive BB-8 was. Yeah, me neither. Um, and then over in One Man's Dream, we got to meet Star-Lord and Baby Groot, which that wait was... Pr- too long. Too long. Too long. BB-8 was reasonable for what you get for meeting BB-8. Star-Lord and, and yeah. Baby Groot, way too long of a wait for what you got. It said 40 minutes. It felt longer than that. It felt like three hours. The line was in my mind. The line wouldn't move. I mean, (laughs) we stood in one place for 10 minutes. Yeah. They must have, like, switched him out. He must have not been taking pictures at one point. It it had to have been. It had to. I felt my impression. I didn't really have a great impression with meeting Mm Star-Lord. I thought Baby Groot would be more involved Mm -hmm. than just sitting there and... Well... I don't know. So... Well, yeah. in the whole scheme of face characters, I mean, I don't know why the princesses seem better, but yeah, they sure. just seem better than yeah. a... Yeah. It's because women's faces are just more, like, generic, and, like, you've got, like, you know, like, if you got, like, a semi-normal nose and, like, a nice smile, you could be a princess, but 
if you're um you know guy i guess your features vary a little bit more i don't know what the reason is but it he didn't see he didn't come off as very charismatic no or like, i felt like they were really rushing us away yeah, and yeah. i wanted to be like oh we just waited for 40 minutes mm-hmm. for this. yeah seriously but anyway yeah it's all good i wouldn't do it again but i'm glad i did it once <laughs> once and done once yeah. and done um so what, what else, else do we what else do we want to talk about um do you want to talk about Kona Cafe? Yes. So we dined at Kona, the one, the one lunchtime, um, and this was actually all of us. Our whole party was there. Zoop, zoop. <laughs> um, we had a okay. The menu changed. Number yeah. one, I was from, very disappointed. from the last time that we had been there. Holly had her eye on a sandwich Chicken that sandwich. she had last time that was pretty basic. It was a relatively you know, a simple chicken sandwich. Um, and I was really dying for the beef skewers. What is so funny, Matt? I'm just laughing because I totally forgot about our Kona Cafe experience. And I just, I'm sitting here giggling just about reliving it. reliving it in your mind. Do you yeah. want to talk about it? He's zooping over No, there. it's just when you guys said zoop. We just had a really um, eccentric uh, waiter. Eccentric? I would say he was just weird. Yeah, I was trying to because be nice and calling him eccentric. Because eccentric makes him sound like he has, like, an interest that he, like, pressed upon us. Like, no, he was, like, pretty, like... He was making strange noises. <laughs> Every time zoop. he, like, drop off a play, he's going zoop. Zoop. He goes, oh, let me just... There let, it let, is. Pardon my reach. Let me just grab your plate and zoop. And I was like, he just He also zoop. did not like Matt, which really oh, colors Matt's very, opinion. Oh, God, yeah. If you, don't, if you don't immediately love Matt, Matt doesn't immediately love you. <laughs> You're the one that said he was weird. I said eccentric. Yeah, well, he was a weirdo. <laughs> um, yeah, our, our waiter was a little strange, and we ordered... Um, does anyone want to talk about anything? I the I love the wontons. Or, or is that what they're we, called? Pot stickers. Pot stickers. They're so good. We had the same thing. It was a stir fry. Oh, stir-fry. yeah, it was huge. It was a, a chicken stir fry with, like, peanuts. Peanut sauce and peanuts. Yeah. It was really good. It was a huge portion. Um, I couldn't finish all mine. Um, they even changed some, like, the, the presentation. So I like their sticky wings. And they previously would drizzle the mustard. The mm-hmm. like It's like a Dijon. It's, it's, yeah. it's fairly spicy. But that would, like, level it out across all the wings. Yeah. And so you would just get, like, a, a little, little taste. taste. But now they put it... They, I think they try to like class it up and like they put like a smear of it on the plate and it was just it made it difficult to like Get that. evenly yeah. distribute it. <laughs> so like I, I dipped it and like put a little too much on it. It was just like like just mm. super heat, but it I took didn't. a noticeably long time to Ugh. get food Ugh. as well. Like, yeah. and it wasn't crowded. No, no. it wasn't. Well, it was sometimes that's time. the sometimes that's the worst time to go to a restaurant when you're when it's not crowded. Because I feel like that's when the um, that's service when service generally right? suffers. It, just in general, um, you know, when it's usually like in the heart of dinner hour and people are go go go, they're more on their game. Uh, did we did we go like in between lunch and dinner? Yeah, it was like two o'clock because we yeah. went to Pandora right after that. Well, that's that usually explains it um, because also you've got people who are leaving for lunch shift or just are too early to get there for dinner shift, so they're not like completely totally staffed and they're not like on their game. So I think that might have accounted for that because we've eaten at Kona Cafe before and had better experiences. But I know I just feel like flashback to like 
two months ago on this podcast where I was saying like Kona Cafe is one of my favorite sit down menu sit down experiences and holy cow I take yeah, that back I'm not it, crazy about the menu change yeah oh they had so many good appetizers it was like every appetizer was just yeah. great knocked it out of the park they did they have a salad that I love that I did not order and I probably should have just had the salad yeah but that's a good salad it is a great salad it's a wonderful restaurant. <laughs> yes. So you want to stick with dining? Yeah, let's talk about dining. So you guys did homecoming. We did homecoming the first homecoming. homecoming. So I have um, some respect. And it for was <laughs> and it was right before our um, highway in the sky dine around event. Um, it was like the lunch before that, so we were trying to go light and not have too much stuff so of course we got fried chicken <laughs> um, and biscuits so we ordered the thigh high chicken biscuits that rob and holly Jesus. have have uh you know converted us when as we went there last time the five the five of us you guys got the chicken thigh biscuits and i was like i want to try it but i got like the plate of i got like the fried chicken entree and i was like it's way too much chicken like i'm not going to try it and like Catherine said, we were eating light-ish, so we only all got appetizers. And damn it, those chicken thigh biscuits are so freaking good. And like the drizzle, the glaze that they have on the chicken. Oh my God, was that honey glaze? Yeah, honey glaze. It's incredible. That is probably the best thing I ate this whole trip. <laughs> like it is so good. And we went with um, another couple joined us, Sean and Andrea, who it's, it was Andrea's first time in Disney World. And she said at the end of the trip, I asked her what her highlight was, and she said it was homecoming. Wow. And that was really? the, the dining, the best dining experience she had. Yeah. And we ate we ate out most meals. Like, we didn't do, I don't think we did many quick services at all on this trip. It was a lot of, like, full, full-on meals. Um, so... I think Flight of Passage was her favorite overall experience. Yeah, well, that, that's true. I'm, I'm talking more about all the different food we yeah. ate, because we definitely saw a wide variety um, but the other thing I should say about Homecoming is um, I have previously featured it on topping it off the Blue Hooch, which is the, the strongest moonshine drink that they have there. So I was kind of looking forward to getting that. And they have these really tall sipper cups that have a koozie on the outside of it. And the koozie is really cute. It's like plaid. It's, it's, it's a cute design that they have there. And... Um, they said, I'm you know, sorry. if you are you FaceTiming someone right now? No, um, my cousin is calling me, and it's popping up on my um, okay. laptop. Okay, all right, <laughs> great. Um, so anyway, I wanted to order that again, and our waitress was a very good saleswoman, and she said, "Did you know if you bought the sipper, you get <laughs> you buy it once, and then you can bring it back and get cheaper refills?" And I was like, "Ah, uh, yeah." <laughs> Sold. I'll take the sipper. One <laughs> sipper for the lady. So Andrea and I both got the sipper. How much are the sippers? The sippers are $20. And then the refills are 12 So... And how much is it without? 16 I <laughs> don't know. I thought it was 11 for the refill. I don't know. No, it's, 12. it's 100% 20 and 12 Okay. Um, But the nice thing about it is that we, I was really grilling the waitress because she was like, well you can bring this out into Disney Springs. <laughs> so if you just ordered the glass and got it in a glass, you would not be able to take that out. But because I had the sipper, I could bring it out <laughs> in the hot sun, which was great. And it comes with a koozie. It does come with a koozie. <laughs> um, and 
I asked her, can you also fill it up at the moonshine bar that they set up outside on the weekends? And she said, oh, yes. So, so you bring deal. it up for you bringing that back with you when you oh, heck need yeah. to get one. Heck yeah, I'm bringing that back with me. You know who needs one? The Nomad Lounge. Oh, oh yeah, that would be nice. Yes. Fill it up with that Jen's tattoo. <laughs> oh, a large, Lord. a Venti Jen's tattoo. Venti. No. Um, Trenta. 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 Um, so, yeah, it was... It was really, really good. So I ordered a blue hooch, and then like the cheapo in me was like, "Well, I gotta get another one. <laughs> I just paid for this thing. I'm sure. gonna get my money's worth." So I was asking the girl. I was like, "Oh, tell me about the rum shine punch, which is like the uh, purple drink." Sorry, that's what I got the first time. I got the rum shine punch, and I was like, "I really like the blue hooch." And she was like, "Oh, we'll have the mix." I was like, the what? And she was like, oh, a lot of people will order them mixed. And I said, can I do that in my sipper? And she was like, oh, yeah. Why do you keep calling it a sipper? That's what it's called. It's a sipper. A sippy cup. (laughs) Um, So I got the the rum shine punch and blue hooch mix. And I was trashed. (laughs) I was so drunk. And this was like... I think you held it together pretty well. How did it taste? It was... You tasted more of the blue hooch, like the blue carousel. I felt really sh- shown through. But if you looked at it, it looked like the rum shine punch. It was purple, and the rum okay. shine punch is purple. Rum shine punch was a little too sweet for me, but I think putting the blue carousel like soured it out a little bit. So I w- I was into that. Um, so just another excellent experience at homecoming so much so that i went back matt and rob holly and scott all left on monday and i stayed with my mom for the rest of the week and i was like we have to go to homecoming so i filled up my <laughs> zipper a third time um and i got the it's already so how do they do do they take it from you and then they go yeah, like the bartender it makes the bar. it yeah they, they stick it on the bar like and like just like you would like an empty Last than okay. We got three sippies all day. <laughs> three sippies. Yeah, it was it was really really good. So again, another endorsement for Homecoming. I I think that is the gem of Disney Springs, and I think it is. And and no wait. I know the last time we were there, there was a wait out the door, but no wait either time. I actually sat in the same seat both times. Oh really? Yeah. I almost feel like they're getting to a saturation point in Disney Springs where that's like you should more have common. A like that you you can actually walk into places. Well, that's the freedom of choice. Well, that's mm-hmm. it's great. I mean, yeah, because everything else is like, oh, six month reservation. Did you make it? No. I just want to like go how like what I'm <laughs> in the mood for one night. Like God forbid, but right, like, like we did with Morimoto. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Disney Springs totally is giving guests the there. blessing of variety, so you know mm-hmm. that is one of the definite benefits. All right, so dining. What else? Sanaa. Sanaa. Oh, yeah. It's the first time that I'd gone there. Uh, what do you think, Scott? I enjoyed the the bread service which we did. Um, we got two of them for the group size that we had, and there were seven of us, and we split two bread service. So it was probably the exact right amount for that amount of people. Yeah. And I'm well known for not trying and or liking varied things, but I tried all of the bread service dippings and a couple of different food items. Mm. I split some stuff with Matt. Yeah, most people just had the bread service. Scott and I decided to split an entree and we got the buttered chicken and jasmine rice it was jasmine rice and and there was some other type of it was uh, just roasted vegetables i think that's it yeah and i thought that that was really good it was excellent yeah the butter chicken was not too heavy on the curry type flavoring uh, although it was like prepared like your typical indian style dish 
but it wasn't too spicy. I, I thought it was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed everything that I had there, including a drink, which I will save for a future topping yeah. it off. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they do. The butter chicken is served at Food and Wine, I believe. Yeah, I think it's you're a, right. at least it was. I was going to actually bring that up. It, if you had the butter chicken at Food and Wine, which I typically get when they do have it, um, I feel like the one at Food and Wine is much spicier. Okay. Then I tried one of, I don't know, you guys were done and I just yeah, wanted I to take a, yeah. take a sample of it and it, I didn't think it was nearly as spicy as food and wine. Major endorsement to Sanaa though, I think that's yeah. a gem. Yep. Especially for a large group like that, that's the perfect setting the, for yeah. eight people, seven people. The bread service is super fun too, for those who don't know, I think we talked about it before, but they give you a, they give you 14, is it, or 12? 12 sauces? Eight. Is it that? No, no it's, it's more, more than eight. It's ten to twelve. It's an odd number. All right. I think it's nine. I think it's nine. Okay, yeah. so they give you a, a an assortment of sauces that you can. <laughs> let's just say nine. They give you nine sauces, and they're in order of spiciness, and then they give you a tray that has various different bread. Um, most various them, different breads. Various different breads, and um, <laughs> most of them non or non based, and um, it's awesome. And it's it's a cool little activity because you can go like, oh, did you try number four? Did you try this one? Did you try this one? And you know, it's it's fun for a large group. So you got to do the bread service at Sanaa. Definitely. And then we were we went to Epcot. We did food and wine. I mean, we did nope. drinking around <laughs> we the world. Did food and wine. We did food. We did do food and wine. Just it was not the food and wine. Uh, it was flower and garden. It was yeah. during flower and garden. Yes. Well, our very own Scott and Rob participated in drinking around the world that day. That is true, and I do have a YouTube video coming. Um, Holly um, was our master videographer during this trip and sent me all of her footage. I have not had a chance to review it and edit it, but that's Perhaps becoming... by the time this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps. Let's not make any promises. <laughs> that's true. We don't like to promise things. <laughs> we don't. Um, but this is a good segue into saying, if you guys aren't already following us on YouTube, um, we mentioned in the last episode that we cut together a really cool video um, on the opening day of Pandora. Um, we, I think it's, you need a hundred subscribers to get our custom URL, which would just be, you know, YouTube slash WDW happy hour. And I think we need like, uh, I think right now we have like 50 something subscribers. So if you're a listener, um, and you're not yet, um, subscribed to us on YouTube, head on over there. Um, just literally, if you Google YouTube WDW happy hour, it'll be the first thing that comes up and subscribe. Cause then we can get our custom URL and more people will see us. And very soon we will have a video chronicling Scott and Rob's adventures at Food and Wine with a fun <laughs> twist because we uh, drink it around the world. Oh, I keep saying Food and Wine. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Drinking around the world. Um, yeah, and it was fun because we had asked questions or gotten questions to ask Rob and Scott from people on the Walt Disney World subreddit. So for those who participated, um, they'll get to hear their questions asked and answered at various times throughout the activity. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I think if you've ever wanted to see what it's like to drink with the WDW Happy Hour team, this is a pretty good window into uh, into the experience. <laughs> Did yeah. we talk about Scott being at a two yet? 
saying it's, he was two out of ten, and then no. we did talk about it. Okay, okay. Well, there's a good. I'm totally, I'm totally going to when I edit it to like when you say we asked him at the end like what's your what are you feeling out of ten and Rob was like I'm at like a good six out of ten like drunkenness and Scott was like I'm at a two. <laughs> Literally ten minutes later, you were like um, to Kath and you're like I'm definitely closer to like a four or five. No, you said six. You, you were six. six. Yeah, like you were six. Like fifteen six. minutes later, and couldn't have been more uh. than fifteen minutes later. Like you were like when I interviewed you, you were like two. Fifteen I, minutes later, you were like nuts counting. You're like I'm definitely closer to like a six. So I'm gonna say like in the video, like fifteen minutes later, it caught up with Scott, and he admitted that it was a six out of ten. But what's funny is you guys both were like totally Super kept it together. Composed. I felt like we were, like, a children's table at a holiday at Morimoto, though. Like, we were so loud and, like, rambunctious that, like, I'm sure, like, the other, like, people who were on the date next to us were like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, I think by that point, I was was (laughs) feeling three three sheets or two sheets. And there we go. Rob kept on drinking, kept filling up that holiday. We had to get the sake sink. I I think that you both were also aware of the fact that, like, you were being taped. And so, therefore, like, I think you kind of, like, put on your... Best be I don't want to say like your best behavior. Um, like I could tell that you had been drinking all day, but I think that like when we got to Morimoto after, you were like cameras off, whatever. It's down. late. Time like, to make fun of Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just let the razzin begin. Yeah. I well, I think because I knew we were gonna do eleven drinks like we did. Well, you're more prepared. I I, I paced myself much more. Whereas like. I would have been ordering two drinks somewhere and like <laughs> yeah. just been drinking a lot faster and then just yeah. skipped a bunch of them just because I was I would have been drunk but I yeah it was definitely paced out much more but that was the one thing like we started this what about 3:30 it was 3:30 yeah. or 4 I said 1:30 <laughs> was like and you yeah. weren't anywhere close and <laughs> I it took a while I mean uh, I, till close. Yeah. We still had we had margaritas at close at nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we had gone gotten to um, um, Cava de Tequila. Yep. We got the and beat at nine. Yeah, we got we left. Yeah, at they nine. were rushing us out of there. I th- yeah. I don't realize they shut I, the, I, I got up to go pee and then I came back and you guys were still in there and they closed the door and they just looked at me and just shook <laughs> their head like nope and I was like all right I'll just wait for them out of here. <laughs> Start was almost exactly four o'clock. I'm drinking oh, my first okay. beer at four at three fifty seven. Yeah. Okay. So if you do plan on doing this, that's one piece of Give advice. Give yourself time. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want to and, it, this. and I mean, the what heat was, the, was the. God, sorry. What was the hardest stop for you? There wasn't one. No. What it was yours? I think the the most challenging was Italy because the options are so limited. There's that one stop you can get like limoncello. I think you got a beer of some sort. Yeah, that no was options. it Moretti? No, I, I don't remember. It's in, the, it's in the video. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was like a blonde ale, uh, a blonde lager. I, um, I, I don't know. Um, no, there wasn't any. The one I was probably most nervous about was the sake in Japan, just because I I I did personally eight out of the eleven were beers. That I drank, mm-hmm. um, and I know how to handle beers, but just mixing in that that liquor, I was a little nervous about. But that was the drink was actually really good. The sake one. I like I had, sake. Yeah, it was chilled. Um, it was very good. I, yeah. The one I had was good too. I think I was a little worried around Norway because I was really getting full. I mean, just from all the drinking. Yeah, yeah. I. Um, oh, it is just a lot of. It's a lot of stuff. A lot of liquid. Mm-hmm. I felt like. 
like it started like the pace changed in Italy. That's why I felt that that you guys were like slowing down and that it was like like more of a task in Italy. It was also ninety five degrees, yeah. Yeah. steady, and like then like the sun started to go down and it was like ninety three degrees. <laughs> <laughs> it was like pretty freaking rough. Like you guys went through a lot of water, a lot of Powerade, mm-hmm. so to stay hydrated. Because, you know, as you know, alcohol is a, will naturally dehydrate you. Well, I have two questions. Sure. Well, first question is, how were you guys, like, feeling before this started? Before? Yeah. Like, I was we're... nervous that whole day, actually. Like, I couldn't relax just because I felt like I would let everybody down if I didn't what? accomplish Aww, it. Oh, Rob. Yeah. But you, you made me proud. Thank you. Thank you. Rob. <laughs> Scott, I was I was loosey goosey. <laughs> yeah, Scott's just you. Just I don't think you get really wound up about things like that. I feel like you're just like if I couldn't have done it, I'd have called it in. I'd be like, all right. You kind of roll with the flow. You're the go with the flow person in this group. And you just kind of go like, whatever you guys want to do, I'm there. And I'm like, I don't care. That's um, true. Are we drinking around the world? Sure, I'll I'll do that. <laughs> Second question is how how are you feeling towards the end? So in the video, we'll preview the video. Um, I, I gave myself a six, but I think I was way more drunk than I realized. Like I think Is that you the also drug? were sitting down, and like you know, like when you've been drinking and you've been sitting down in the same place for a while, you're like, I feel fine, and then you get up and walk Where somewhere. Was you sitting yeah, down? I, you were sitting at Cavadates. Oh no, no, we were standing, standing around a table. That's right. Oh boy, Matt, your your statements, literally almost everything you've said has been incorrect. Started at one thirty. Rob was sitting. It was food and wine. You are not a good witness. Fifteen bread dips. There were at least twenty three sauces. At Sanaa Bread Service, all of these things are not true. I I think I was feeling? much the same. I was probably far more intoxicated than I believed I was. But I I know that I, we were walking out by Odyssey there, getting out of the park uh, after Illuminations, and Scott had walked a little bit ahead of us. And I like I typically know your gait and like how you walk, <laughs> and I could just not that you were stumbling or anything, but it was far less controlled the normal and I'm like, <laughs> he is way more inebriated than a two. Rob, I have to ask you this. Sure. Is this the drunkest you were on this trip? No, no, not even Was that close. Animal Kingdom? Yeah. Oh I my was... gosh, you are bald Animal Kingdom. Yeah, what happened? And like, that was like one of those things where like, I don't when even... When they left us, yeah, he we, was Because we mess. had, you guys stayed at Pandora, and me, Rob, and our friends, Rob and Andrea. Rob and Andrea. Sean. Sean, Sean and Andrea. <laughs> All of these, I'm, you know what I am today? I'm like a collection of Snapple caps if all of the caps are just lying. <laughs> <laughs> they're like almost right. Then you like read them and you're like, maybe, but they're wrong. So the four of us went over to Expedition Everest and you must, in the time that we walked over to Expedition Everest, rode the ride and then walked back, got in line for Pandora and got back in. Oh no, we never got back in. And the time that we met up with you guys from Pandora, you must have had like five beers. Yeah. Where so did we, we get these five beers? No, so we got off. Uh, <laughs> I just I, found them. <laughs> I can tell you. We got off Expedition Everest and there's that bar. So yeah. I was thirsty. So I got a, I got a, I got a beer As to, to walk back to Pandora. And I think you had one walking from yeah, I had Pandora a, I had to a, Expedition Everest. Where did I, I get this beer? <laughs> so I had one there. We get over there and we realize we can't get in. So 
we went to Dinosaur, right? Oh, right. We rode Dinosaur. We rode Dinosaur. Just that was a walk-on. And then after coming out of there, I stopped at um, Flame Tree and got their brew. I don't even know what it was there. <laughs> and then we were waiting for you guys, and there was a beer cart there, so... <laughs> <laughs> you were just finding like <laughs> random places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we wow. went to Sanaa. Yeah, you and, were uh, feeling good. It was so <laughs> funny. Well, we, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna say that Rob was just like talking nonsense, and and freaking Sean and Andrea are like doing like cute couple things. They're like taking selfies in front of the tree of life, and Rob just like I'm picturing ruining Sean the and moment. Andrea's pictures of Animal Kingdom, like the two of them like smiling and holding hands, and then there's Rob in the background of a beer cart just ordering another one. Yeah. Rob, you were just, you were freaking hilarious. You had me dying, though. Just, you were, no, you were, you were in good spirits. It was really freaking funny. Yeah. In the yeah. day of the drinking around the world, you get a whole craft of sake, sangria, morimoto. Yeah, right. Oh, after. afterward, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's one of my favorites. It was actually fun, like, video, you, you guys, and I'm like, as I'm downloading, I'm watching these videos, and you just see this progression. Yeah, that's and the, the bloopers, name of the, game. The, bloopers the bloopers were... Real were pretty funny, so... We did better than a lot of people would have done. And China. I said we did better than a lot of people would have done with that. Oh, for sure. You kept it real. Yeah. Real, real. Um, Yeah. That was was exhausting just to video it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. And it was hot. You did a great job. You did, um, you have stepped into the role of our de facto (laughs) videographer. I'm the faceless member. Well, you, you have some steady out. hands. It's incredible. We I brought the stabilizer with him. I was like, Holly doesn't need it. Hands steady. The natural stabilizer. Thank you. You're welcome. I'd also note that on the day that we drank around the world, we did a unique experience at uh, French Quarter. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That we wanted to bring up. And so this is on top of drinking around the world. This Go ahead, This is where you Holly. guys pre-gamed. So... Uh, Rob, Scott, and I all stayed at the French Quarter, Port Orleans French Quarter, and we got this random message on our phone, and there was a sign posted, um, at French Quarter every Sunday, they do what is called a fun run, it's a beignet dash. Um, basically you just, you run, what was it, like a mile Mile and and a half, and then you receive a free order of beignets at the end. Along with like buttons and a little medal that says, you know, beignet. It should be run. said that it's not free because you have to pay to right. sign up you do for have the to run. Pay right. the thing. True. It's like, what was it, $15? Yes. Yeah, the cast member it. I spoke to said this. We didn't know anything about this and we're fairly connected to the Run Disney community and what's what goes on as far as that. Um, but the, the cast member said it started the first week in May. And we, when we showed up, I thought there would be. At most a dozen people. Like I'm thinking, who's going to get up early on a Sunday? They didn't really advertise it. Um, there was a good fifty plus yeah. people yeah. doing this. I was shocked by it. So I can't imagine them not um, Continue. continuing yeah. this. Yeah, and they, you didn't have to. The one thing I don't. You didn't have to stay at the French Quarter. Like if you're at Riverside, you could walk down. Uh-huh. And because what it does is it goes from French Quarter up run through Riverside and come back. So you could be staying anywhere if you even wanted to drive there, you could. So the sign says, Beignet Dash Fun Run held every Sunday at 8 a.m. Join us on a Sunday run day for a quick dash around the resort. So you start in French Quarter and you go through Riverside and you come back. 
And then you can finish your race with a tasty beignets, which you get three beignets. Um, you get a race bib, and at the bottom of your race bib is you just kind of rip it off, and that's how you receive your beignets. Um, Check-in begins at 7.30 in the morning on the river walk between buildings 5 and the double... You just go by the pool. The lagoon, the back the pool. Of, back in, back yeah. end of the pool. So, it's a lot of fun. That if you're a fun. runner and it's... You get some beignets, and that's how you two chuckleheads pre-gamed it. Yep. It's not time, but I, I was racing against the one guy. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Did he beat you? It's a lot I of came fun. in third. Mm, it's all right. Better than us. Better than me. I didn't even do it. One straight to those beignets. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And I didn't realize too with the beignets, you, there's three dipping sauces. Hmm. Like, oh, really? Right? I heard there were 15. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your face. <laughs> you get caramel, chocolate, and raspberry. And we thought with the order, like we would have to pay for those sauces, but you didn't. But if you just walk out, you don't pay for anything. <laughs> yeah. But I had the raspberry, and it tasted like a, a jelly donut, which was oh. really good. So. Um, well, we also, I, oh, I, I want to bring that this is like way back to the very beginning. So you said you were thinking about doing the dessert part party for Star Wars. Correct. Mm -hmm. Um, my mom and I met Kylo Ren on Monday night and they were having the dessert party while we were in the launch bay. And, um, you're like all up with everybody else. Like, I don't know that I would like that. I heard that about it. Yeah. Like you're like. It's in, you're in the cantina Well, people are waiting around you to meet BB-8. Like, oh, you're, you're just like with Gen Pop. Yeah, like you, there's no roped off like special area. Um, they're actually, you know when you enter the launch bay, if you opt not to go into the theater and you just go straight into the launch bay, there's that little courtyard that's sunken down about three steps. Mm -hmm. They had some tables out there and I was like, oh, this is cute if this is where it is. But then you go in and that's where it's inside and it is... I would just be so annoyed by like all of the people waiting yeah. in lines around me. Yeah, if you're paying extra for something, you kind of feel like keep the keep the rabble away. Yeah. <laughs> do they still do um, club villain? No, that's no, not. See, they need. Well, they do you think they might bring that back right. for Halloween? No. Maybe. You never know. <sighs> um, also. It's it's time for some rants, I think. <laughs> I'll start with one rant. Um, the app sucks. I still hate it. Um, Disney, what are you doing? The app is terrible because my mother and I were going to do the live Pixar event, and the latest time was not on the app. Um, and we were walking around Hollywood Studios looking for things to do, and it would have been perfect timing to go do like the 8.15 or 8.30 show of that. It was not listed. And then we walked by and saw everyone coming out. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. So, come on. What? Are... <laughs> I, I... They continue to make it less intuitive to me. I mean, that mm -hmm. the whole thing about swiping up now on your character to look at Ugh. your plans and, oh, expand this. and Just make it. I know. I'm annoyed Gosh. by it. I, I hate it. I, I truly hate it. And actually, because you were saying in our last episode about ordering online mm -hmm. there's a order order food button if you swipe up on your character or you can do it if you look for like why wouldn't you just streamline it and just make it one thing like it just it just seems so ridiculous to me and it's so slow the it photos, is incredibly slow the photos incredibly don't show slow. up for like 
you know, hours later, oh, yeah, turn on push notifications. Yeah, that's giving my friggin' phone a disease when I do that. I'm not putting push notifications out for Disney. Um, so, yeah. Okay, Rob, what's your rant? So my rant is, um, all in all, the bus service was pretty good this trip as far as waits and at the resort and at the parks. However, what they are doing on Buena Vista Drive with the bus lanes and the turning lanes <laughs> is insanity. <laughs> so we were coming back from Animal Kingdom Lodge and we were in an Uber. Um, it, you have it, trying to make a left off of Buena Vista Drive onto Bonnet Creek, Creek Parkway mm -hmm. where Saratoga Springs, Oki West and the Port Orleans are. We sat at a light I wish I timed it from when we sat there. We, we to, were right to get the, To get the turning lane was several minutes. So whoever is doing their signal timing, had I don't know what the problem is. This was insane. And then you could just see the cars all backed up behind us because there's only so far, so many cars that could fit in the turning lane, then they're blocking a lane of traffic to right. get over. Yep. And then... Leaving Disney Springs, what was that, Sunday night? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so now they had the dedicated bus lanes. So the light coming, the, again, it's the signals are so bad. They are so awful. And then we had to make a right. So you're in the two middle lanes where the buses are, the dedicated lanes. And then there's, what, about three lanes of traffic to your right, three lanes of traffic to your left. You sit... <laughs> you sit in this bus lane while Buena Vista is still going and you have to go across these three lanes of traffic to make a right and the time it's just we sat we sat there for I don't know how long I mean it took us which should have been a four minute bus ride took 20 minutes it was just insane how I don't know what they're doing I, I it drives me insane how much time they allow people to waste just on these buses it, it's unbelievably frustrating so that's I've my a, i have a similar transportation ramp but more specific to a specific resort um we stayed at saratoga springs for the first portion of our vacation um and time time to update saratoga springs time time to update um, I just think of Saratoga Springs as the resort with weird stains on things. <laughs> this is not the first time I found a weird stain on a thing at Saratoga Springs, but we had like a grass stain on our bath mat this time. And I was like, how does that even happen? Um, but what's most, oh, this ties into something else we did. Um, that resort is so huge. And I know people not Coronado because it's so big, but Coronado is at least a circle. So you can figure sure. out where you're going. Saratoga Springs is so disorienting with where the sections are and what bus you need to get on to go to, oh, I'm over in the grandstand, I'm in the carousel. Like it's so, it's so huge. So we had, thankfully, <laughs> our room wasn't ready. We were able to take a golf cart from the lobby to our room when it was ready. And I was like, oh, wow, this is so convenient. Awesome. But then we decided to try Amazon Now, which is a service where you have an app and it's only available in certain um, 
certain areas of the country, but Orlando is one of them. And you can order your groceries on an app and they will be delivered to the room. Or they will be delivered to your resort. So we got a, a package on Saturday morning, first thing, and we called the front desk and they said, you have to be in your room if we're going to deliver this to you. And I had to like call and specifically request and they were like, no, we don't have it. Yeah, they, I was they like, were I super have the, confused. I said, I have the notification from Amazon saying it was delivered to the front desk at Saratoga <laughs> Springs. So you have it. And they were like, hold on. It took them like 10 minutes to like, you know, figure out like, okay, we do have it. But, and I was like, well, can someone have it delivered here? And they were like, yeah, but it's going to be like an hour. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, we're going out to the park. It's the morning, you know? And they were like, yeah, but you have to be there when someone has to be there when you deliver it. Like, so we were like, screw it, we'll go down to the lobby. Well, going, like, it was like swimming upstream because you just had to get on a resort bus just to get to the lobby. But then from the lobby, there's no way to get back to one of the resort areas that's... Because any, any bus that's going to a park is leaving after it hits the lobby. That's the last stop. Yeah. That's yeah. the last yeah. stop, yeah. which makes no sense. They have an internal shuttle that I saw once the whole trip. So it's right. not like that's running constantly. They they stop running that. I mean, how long does it take to go around Saratoga Springs? Not that long. You'd see it, sure. you'd see it more often than any park bus if it was running consistently. Agreed. Which means it's not. So then we had to wait in the line. We had to do another rigmarole where they had to find our packages. They actually they didn't give, they it actually all, didn't give all of our packages. So then I had to go back and say, there should be more. And they were like, are you sure? And then they had to go back and they said, <laughs> oh, we do have another bag for you. Um, then we had to wait for Bell Services to corral a golf cart just so we could get back to our room to get our groceries there. It was just a whole ordeal that I don't think that you, uh, you don't get that at other, uh, other resorts. It I just was, think it's too big and archaic for its own good. And it's, and the amenities aren't that great. I know. It's just like one of the most outdated rooms I've mm -hmm. been in since Caribbean beach, which is my least favorite resort. So, so yeah. well, you were dealing with bell services that yes. whole time and, and the front and, desk yeah and the front desk but the thing is the guy that ended up ended up driving us back to our room was so great he was awesome and he was so nice and he was like we'll drive you back anytime you want but like like even to walk to disney springs like isn't really worth it if you're staying like past congress park that's a long long walk sure it's just they, they need to do something with Saratoga Springs, make it a little bit more enticing to stay there because, of totally. course, a lot of people mm -hmm. stay there only because it's always available. That's You can always find availability at Saratoga Springs. Yeah, for DVC. That's the last one to get filled up. So. Yeah. And I think that's what... There, there's no incentive, incentive. for them right, to do anything because they know people that want to stay on points, you're just going to suck it up and stay there because there's availability yeah, yeah right. really really disappointing but that's that's it so all right i think we yeah. pretty much covered all of the points we wanted to hit mm -hmm. um any last call items holly i have two um one jan sport backpacks are they have new disney backpacks i was kind of looking through some of them some of them look pretty cool others are kind of meh <laughs> um the range for the backpacks are anywhere between, I'm going to say, 40 to 80. Wow. Um, but I'll post a link on our Facebook page um, if you want to check out some of these backpacks. Um, second last call I have is in the World Showcase. The kiosk closest to the Mexico Pavilion is actually featuring um, a drink that will be available at the new Choza te Tequila Outside Bar when it opens. 
and it's the lime cucumber margarita so you can kind of try it out before it opens i meant to um, say that i was with my mom and mm -hmm. the jardin de fiesta kiosk is still up yeah mm -hmm. um and that's where they have it and i was like oh man are they selling the hibiscus margarita because i'm gonna get that and i was like <laughs> oh no yeah if anyone has tried the lime cucumber margarita please reach out on facebook let us know how how it is so I was shocked at the prices that I, I'm, really I'm, mm -hmm. I'm thinking that menu is going to be part of the the choza and they're just trying to Test practice the the drinks and the food because I was shocked by yeah. we, we posted a photo of it on Facebook uh, last Tuesday so oh just two Tuesdays ago yeah. when this episode posts um, but th no drink was cheaper than like 13 bucks. The frozen avocado margarita is 14.75. Uh, the frozen wild strawberry margarita is 10.50 and oh. the lime cucumber margarita is 14.25 <sighs> and of course no. a classic marg is $13.50. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that about does it for us. Um, so, uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We love to hear from you, so don't hesitate to reach out us on a multitude of social media <laughs> platforms and um we will see you next time cheers cheers, cheers. cheers.